0: Music, music, music.
1: Now I can't be upbeat. I can't be. I, I can't be upbeat at all.
0: I feel like what
1: I, I feel like what I need to do for you now is to play some lush soundscapes over the background, and then explain to you about my morning toast. The toast I made this morning, I woke up this morning and my toast was slightly burnt, just like the corners of my heart, and...
0: Arts don't have corners, Adam.
1: But it's a metaphor, and it's like a metaphor for our our life. What is our life? What is our life? What is our life? Are we the burnt toast of the universe? (laughs)
0: <laughs> no, wait, no, no, way
1: too
0: again, way too. no, oh.
1: oh, I wish it was that. I so wish it was that. Unfortunately,
0: what are we talking about, Adam? What oh, do you think on this episode <laughs> of Tripping Balls a Music podcast? Hey. I'm uh, Adam, and he's Doctor Yeah. Hey.
1: I think I got that wrong. Get that fucking dog up here. Um, what are we talking about? I. This is my humble apology. Because Why are you apologising? Well, because I when we went when you went through and said let's pick some albums for this week, I sort of went through a big list and I went, oh, the National. I think I've heard of them. I don't know I've never heard any of their stuff, but yeah, they're the probably national. big enough. The National, the Rank Arena, the Panasonic,
0: the Panasonic, the National Panasonic. Yeah, cue the fucking ABBA commercial from 1969, 1979. Uh, and, and, yeah. and I just like um, I
1: just like to say to you on behalf of that myself, this is a
0: national disgrace. Oh, like, no worse. Like I, I, that we should bring back national service. <laughs> I,
1: I am so sorry I made you sit through this album. Look, holy shit!
0: Like, is this? Look, I don't want to. I don't want to give away. I mean, the audience uh, are aware that we're notoriously politically neutral. But uh, would this be the first time you've ever voted national? <laughs>
1: Yes, absolutely. And I'll never do Pretty it again. Much.
0: Yes, you voted national. And, and what happened? This is grim, tepid, dreary, insipid, deeply pathetic, has no ideas, goes nowhere, does nothing, and has absolutely no place in polite society. So exactly like national then.
1: And, and and those were the good and those were the good songs. Like I, I can't believe like Taylor Swift's on this album. and I mean that, that's not an endorsement or anything. But Joy <laughs> Bridges, Bridges is on this yeah, album. Sure, why are these good.
0: people on this album? What, what, and they did sing, somebody have compromising
1: photos of them? I just don't, I don't, look, Obviously, someone likes them enough to go, hey Taylor, international corporate billion dollar corporation, Taylor Swift. You should sing on these guys' album because it will enhance your career. And I'm just... I'm, I don't understand. Maybe I need to listen. I don't want to listen to anything previous to this because if it's anything like this, I've never listened to an album so devoid of any... There's, there's a nice soundscape in the background. I'm sure they're good musicians that... And, and I, mean, I was listening to this thinking, you're just going to get on the pod and just shit all over this album. And, I, and the only thing I could still sort of think is, well, the music's kind of nice in that elevator music screensaver... Kind of way that it's yeah. If you're listening to it through the headphones, it's probably quite lush and nice, and there's all bits of bits. But it's just so nothing. It just it doesn't say anything. As I said, the the, the, the bit I just gave you about my morning toast is more interesting than the first seven songs on this album. Yeah. I, I, I don't I don't understand. Maybe and as I said, I, I was thinking to myself maybe this is why people take drugs. I've never understood it personally, <laughs> but maybe drugs dull you to an to an extent that this suddenly sounds like Jumping Jack Flash. Maybe that's how it works. I don't know. I have no experience of this. I can't tell, but that's the only explanation I can come up with.
0: How... I have this issue with, with Rufus song. Yes, well, so, but well. they make Rufus but, sound and like... That's not the same kind of band, but it's the same kind of idea. Yeah. In that... I don't understand how you become a passionate stan mm. for something so washed out in terms of personal experience. How does this make the hairs on your arms stand up?
1: And in, in their case, they have beats and they just don't seem, like at least they have beats to do something with. Yeah. And then it's just like- Occasionally. There's no beat. Like, what are you doing with that beat? It's like, even the, the even the kick drum sounds bored. Like, And it, occasionally this album, you sort of get a song that was like, well, there's a little bit of forward movement in it, but it just goes nowhere. And they're all fucking four and a half minute songs. You're just waiting for, you know, and it's not music to kill yourself by because of the content. It's just so fucking boring. I can't imagine anybody. Unless you bore yourself to death. Well, that's what I, mean. I can't imagine anybody getting enough into this album to, to really get the full message. It's, it's, it, it could be literally the most dull album. Like this is the ultimate example of, and this isn't even good middle of the road. And then what I was, I just listened to the episode where you're talking about the heavy and you kind of said, these guys are great, but it's always the same sort of, you know what you yeah. expect, but at least there's like a go forward in it. You know, like there's, yeah. there's something that you can kind of catch on to and go, Hey, I can kind of get on. There's
0: just, Nothing. There's joy in the heavens. There, right. there is so much joy. There is, there is not. There's not even. There's just nothing. There's the absence of anything in the national. That's just. That's just a vacancy. It's just an absence of giving a fuck about anything about anything. And, I, I,
1: and look, if if someone wants to get on Twitter and tell me I'm a fucking boomer and I don't know what I'm talking about, oh, that's great. But tell me what it is that actually makes
0: this How does this move you? How does this move anybody? I don't, I don't
1: understand. Like it doesn't even It's be- a
0: fucking Suzuki Mighty Boy. It can't <laughs> move anything. It has the towing capacity of a fucking toddler with its trolley. It's got nothing.
1: Like, I, I I would I would hazard a guess and I haven't listened to everything that you've listened to, but this would have this This gotta be the worst album you've listened to this year. Would I be close?
0: Ooh I have a short memory for bad albums. Mm-hmm I tend to just, you yeah. know, shake him off. Because if I didn't, yes. we wouldn't have got 500 <laughs> albums, half of which have been picked by Bezos. So <laughs> they're all terrible. You
1: know, <laughs> yeah, that's
0: right. <laughs> I'm not saying they're all terrible, but I'm saying his hit rates.
1: Well, oh, great. Well, it, I, could, I can't, it could be better. I, I can't. I can't. He's yeah. a
0: better coach than he is a picker of albums.
1: Well, I can't. Bad. I can't add to. That. I can't say that I'm doing any because I was. I, I literally. I actually. I, I think I tweeted you and just went, "Oh Jesus, I'm so sorry." I picked this and made you listen to this because I was just.
0: And what did I tweet and respond?
1: <laughs> I can't remember.
0: He can't save you.
1: Yes, Jesus can't <laughs> save me. They, not even Jesus rising from the dead yes. saves you from this shit. Like, forgive me, yes. Father, for they have sinned. I, 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 yes. I, don't really want to be the guy who just shits all over an album, and say, but I cannot, I cannot find like I could find maybe say that the the soundscape that they put on behind it is kind of nice in that ethereal ambient, ambient kind of. That someone knows what they're doing with a guitar and maybe you know, a bit of keys or something like that, and they're probably very competent musicians. But and, but just it's so I I just
0: I don't know what they did this for. I don't know what this album is for. I don't know why why they thought we would care. I don't, even I, I, I don't understand the point. I don't understand. The message. There isn't a message. There isn't any point at all.
1: It hasn't got a lot of plays, I must say, and compare it. There's a song. I know there is one song with 145 million fucking listens on it, and it's just like, wow. And these guys have been around for a while. This is like album. They're profiled.
0: They're well known. Yeah, well, I mean. I don't know why.
1: I I don't get it. Um, And I'm sure there's something very deep and meaningful about the first two pages of Frankenstein or whatever the fuck that's supposed to mean, but who cares? I, I, I can't even be bothered To look it up That's how much Like if I was moved By the album And think Oh they're trying to go For this sort of thing Maybe I might look it up And try and get the reference I don't care I don't I just don't Care I really no. don't And thankfully Thankfully I was rescued
0: What were you rescued by Adam?
1: By a band I'd never heard of And not many people Have heard of By the looks of things But um, I quite enjoyed the, the, your, your choice For the uh, This one Fake names
0: so fake names are a kind of a, a supergroup of, of sorts in that they're dudes from like Bad Religion and yeah. Refused and various other Fugazi and various other post-hardcore bands, but they do not sound no. like a post-hardcore punk band. And th- and that's they have gone very, pu- very pop punk mm. and it's actually, it's really good. I really, well, I really enjoyed it. This this gave me, like, two-to-the-century Grinspoon vibes. Well, I,
1: I tell you what, I, I sort of thought myself, because I was thinking, you know, there's a little bit of, like, Green Day sent pop sensibility in it, and that sort of, you know, it goes up. But then the harmonies come in, and you think, oh, wow. Because he's got a voice that can that varies between, you know, really crunchy and, you know, and, and but he uses it really well. And sometimes you get that harmony you think, oh, that's a really nice sort of lift and... Yeah, they've got that kind of, they skirt that line because there's, yeah, and we'll talk about this in the next album, there's a little bit of thrash mentality and you can hear some sort of that early 80s thrash, you hear that, yeah, that bit of grunge and then a bit of pop sort of, um, what it reminded me of is I remember a while ago I said, I thought that um, Polish Club first album, I was like, yeah, there's some really good promise in that, if only they can kind of figure out what makes their sound really good and really double down on that.
0: They were a bit more, uh, if you pardon the pun, polished. Yes. Um,
1: but this is, but yeah, this I, has kind of got... Th- these guys know what it is that pushes the song over the edge and makes it sort of not just another... They
0: know how to write a, you know, for want of a better word, a pop song. Yeah. A song that, that works, Yeah, you know, verse, chorus, verse, song structure, you know, things that will actually appeal to people. But it's not... It seems like an old-fashioned idea, Whoa. The National. Yes, well, and here's the thing, it's a pretty well-covered
1: sound. Like, it sound, well, there are a lot of bands that sound like this, yet I don't think they kind of... There's just something, I don't know what it is about listening to this, and every song I keep going, I keep going, okay, where's it going to fall away? And it, it, it doesn't,
0: though. It's, way towards... It. No, yeah, it's, it was very consistent. It reminded me very much... It's got a really high floor, this album. And, and this is something I was talking to a friend of the show, um, I speak wicked about on Twitter, is that pop punk gets a lot of shit for being, you know, disposable crap. But it's not often bad. No,
1: you know, that's it's, right. it's,
0: it's got it's got a really high floor, and it it might not be, you know, it might have a particularly high ceiling, but you are gonna get a good time out of it, you know, no matter what. So it's it, and this album is a good time end to end, in a way that a lot of <laughs> Yeah. A lot of hardcore, a lot of the the stuff from the the bands that these guys come from, couldn't necessarily say. No,
1: and that's right, because it kind of, it sort of, yeah, it has to be.
0: And look, it's different where it needs
1: to be different as well. You know, there's every now and then you get these little interruptions or something they do with the music or something they do with the chords and or something. There's something that makes you go, oh yeah, they're not just straight down the line. It's not. It's still not radio pop. Like. But it, rem- but it reminded no. me. Although, as
0: I say, th- this reminded me a lot of the most radio popular era of Grinspoon. Yeah, it might be because the guy's vocal is a little bit Grinspoony. It might be because of some of the song structures are a bit Grinspoony. But that kind of late '90s, early aughts mm. Grinspoon. That that's what this reminded me of. Which, and you wouldn't say Grinspoon are a pop punk band. You wouldn't say they're a rock band. You wouldn't say they're a gr- they're a grunge band. They were just kind of in that Australian indie space. And, but that's that's kind of what they sound like. I must admit, years looking
1: later. at their photo now, that's not what I expected them. I didn't know anything about supergroup or anything. I just went in and went, oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's didn't not know what they were I ex- a bunch
0: of yeah. old dudes. But this is not. I mean, none of this stuff sounds like the bands like the Refused or no. a bad. I mean, Bad Religion were just a straight up fucking punk band and and Fugazi. Yeah, and, I, yeah. I think,
1: but, they, but maybe these guys have got that sort of experience to go. We just want to write songs that people like. And this is an album that I could quite happily go back and listen to again. And although I I know I don't know if there's a, I mean, it's a little bit kind of Dookie-like. Is that you know? Are there is there a single or are there ten singles? Like they all kind of there's not one song that sort of pokes its head out. Runs together, but that's not a bad thing either because it's just a consistent good. Sound there's enough sort of variation, you know, it probably... I I actually thought... I remember listening to it in the car and thinking, I thought this album was only 10 songs. I'm probably getting Spotify giving me other stuff off their stuff. But if if at the end of the 10th song where I looked at, it was all really... I, I was pleasantly surprised and after... Thankfully, I'd had a day of mourning after the National to listen to this one on my trip, and I was just like, Fuck, oh, these guys are- A National Day of Mourning. Yeah, literally. The, 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 the,
0: the, quote the title. Um, yes. is, uh, it's Well, that's the other thing. It, it is only 28 minutes long, so it doesn't have time to piss you off. It it gets in and gets its message out and fucks off real quick, which is something I really like about punk rock. Is like it knows you're on a deadline and it it, it gets in and tells you what you need to know and then fucks off again.
1: But here's an interesting thing I reckon. I was thinking about this too. There's like looking at all the two point twenty eight minute album. Sometimes good short songs feel longer and long. Long, boring songs feel really short because you kind of just stop paying attention to them for, and you just sort of, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, they're, they're, you go, oh, they've changed songs again. Whereas this one I was like, oh, I thought this was only like a 2 minute 48 song. It feels like it's been going for a while. There's been a bit of stuff, you know. It does so much in such a little amount of time. You think, yeah, they, 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 you know, they got it through everything in one turn. There was no need for a second turn, kind of. Yes. Um, but no, look, good
0: dumb. <laughs> Thank you, George W. Bush. Yeah, you know,
1: really, um, I, was, I was... No, uh,
0: sorry, that was George Herbert Walker Bush, wasn't yes, it? it yes, yeah,
1: yeah, Um But no, I really enjoyed it. I'm um, very surprised. Support- I, I, I went back and listened to it again, and just to make sure I wasn't sort of just in a delirium trying to get on the long road that I was driving down, I thought, oh, that's cool.
0: No, no, this was... Uh, I went back to this again today and going, was this was this good or was it just good by comparison? And, and no, it was just... Good. Cool. Yes. It was, good, and even compared well to our other album of the week, uh, which we probably need to get to at some stage, given that it's probably the headline of this podcast. Uh, listener, we listened to the new Metallica album, and we've listened to a lot of new Metallica albums over the years.
1: Okay, remember I said a couple of weeks ago that I listened to the single, and I was yes. like, and I had like four tracks on, had it. four tracks on it.
0: Yeah. Was it like the first four tracks of the of the LP? Yeah,
1: I n- no. What well, it was the first, It was the best four tracks of the LP, and that's look. And here is the take I have. And I was listening to this album.
0: Well, well it's, if it was the first four tracks of the LP, those are the tracks that sound like nineteen eighty two. Yes,
1: absolutely. Because
0: because this album starts out saying, "Kill them all, yep. fucking metal up your ass." It's nineteen eighty two, and and I feel like that might be part of the conceit because this album. 72 Seasons by Metallica is meant to be about the first 72 seasons of life. Oh, about right. ages naught to 18. It's an incredibly bizarre conceit for a bunch of 50-year-old men. Maybe they're making a self-help album for their kids, I'm not quite sure. But it's all about those first 18 years, and it's almost like they've regressed to the music they were into when they were 18 years old, which is dirty old fucking Bay Area thrash.
1: And look, and and then when they do it on this album, it's really good.
0: It's fucking awesome. It's really good. It's like, really fucking awesome.
1: And here's the thing, and like, I think that the single had seventy-two seasons. Luxa Turner, if darkness. Luxa Turner sun, is the track
0: and- that's got the, that played the most. And, and I said last week, I thought, yeah. okay, Luxa Turner is a fucking banger, but oh. I reckon that's a bit like. Um, you know, Fuel was on Reload. I thought, okay, that's going to be the loud, fast, frantic one. And the rest of the album is going to be variations on a dirge. It's not quite like that. There's a lot of loud, fast, fucking Lars desperately trying to drum fast enough to keep up with everybody else. Kind of shit.
1: Yeah. And that, and that's what worries me about this is that, like I, I want to go and see Metallica to see them play Lux Turner because that it will be fucking amazing live. Like it's just such a
0: look. I think that a lot of this album would be good live.
1: Yeah, it will really be good. I think
0: this is the album they've done. This is the first album they've done in a very long time. Where if they play like they always play the token couple of tracks off the new album, mm. I'd be happy to hear more. Yeah, it's a pretty good. I mean, look, n- none of this stuff. Deletes the past and, and overwrites the 80s or the 90s, but this is a pretty good effort.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, this is definitely For the best. Old band. This is the best albums like of, of the modern, like we call it, the, the Trujillo years, since uh, Posts and Anger*. *Death Magnetic* was a uh, pretty good. It had some good moments. It was trying. Uh, it was trying to more be *Master of Puppets*, though. And kind of only just sort of poked its head above the precipice every now and then. This one, like you said, is trying to be All, and it's much, much more sick. Look, there is yeah. still some absolute shit on this album. There is some <laughs> there is some songs that should have not. And that's what I was going to say. If they had kept it at a four-track EP and those four tracks, holy shit, that would have been the best thing they put out in 20 years. They've
0: well, the problem is that they, they have this obsession with when they release an album. They have to use up the whole CD. Yes. And no one's explained to them they don't have. There isn't a CD anymore. But this is 77 minutes long, yeah. which is about as long as you could fit in a CD. Yeah,
1: and they're not hurt. And it's like you
0: don't have to do that yeah, anymore. No, guys. it's just. And particularly the last track, which goes for 11 minutes. Yeah. Uh-huh. It doesn't tell you anything that you didn't hear before. No. I mean, but I do actually genuinely feel like this is a. This is almost like a self-help album they want to release to kids who are <laughs> struggling because it's a lot about defeating suicidal thoughts mm. and it's dark but it's positive yeah, in, a, it's, in an odd kind of way, this album.
1: It has a lot of go-forward about it, though. Like, it's really, you know, it's a million miles an hour. It, 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 yeah. And as I, as I kept thinking to myself, I thought, like, is this a good Metallica album? I thought, like, we've got to stop thinking about it. If this was some young band out of you know, but fuck nowhere New York, you know, America who'd come out with, this would be the hottest thrash band in the world at the moment because they're fucking good. They're really, really good.
0: This is genuine old school thrash. I was thinking more in terms of if this drops in 95 instead of load, would this have been a better direction for them to go in? Yeah,
1: instead of, or instead of Reload, maybe. Load, Load had moments on it. Like, Load. Well, I like
0: I like Reload better than Load, but it might be mostly because Fuel was
1: on it. Oh, oh no, a, well, that's the one.
0: And F- Fuel is the most 1982 sounding shit yeah, that well, they did the
1: two, the, the, the entire The night. two songs off those albums were, like, Fuel was the best one and um, Memory Remains was the other good one. The rest of them were pretty much awful, yeah. Mama Said Should Be Burnt. Uh, from the, the era.
0: That, that was the issue I had with this album is that towards the end it d- sort of devolved into Load Reload yeah, Dirges, yeah. you know, those kind of slow moany fucking... Yeah. It's, essentially like metal power balance. Yeah,
1: that's right. And they they they, they, they sort of keep trying to. I mean, they had three guys at Unforgiven for God's sake. So, yeah. you know, they should have stuck the first time.
0: But in their credit, there isn't an Unforgiven on this album. No. It, they don't quite get to that level. And I do credit the fact that they have tried to make this as wide open the front one album as they can. This really is an attempt to... Let's try... Even the soft songs are hard. Even the slow songs are quick. Yeah, They're trying super hard to keep the momentum up and keep the pace yeah. up on
1: this. And look, there are flaws in this, Which this album. It's not what you expect from 59-year-old no, men. there are flaws in this album. Lars's hi-hat oh, sounds like it's two pots and pans smashing together. Yeah. Like it's way too loud in the mix. He,
0: his snare sounds like an upturned cardboard box. He needs to borrow Bonzo... From Led Zeppelin, fucking solved the question of what your drum kit should sound like in 1972. Yeah, it's, Why do you still sound like you're banging on a fucking on a yeah. fucking ice cream potato?
1: Some of the solos are just stupid amounts of notes not going anywhere. Like it's yeah, and everyone goes, "Oh yeah, look, he's playing
0: a million miles." So I have no problem with that because I think there are there are there aren't enough stupid wanky solos in the world anymore. So
1: oh, that, that, look, that's true. And I, maybe I, 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 I there's a quite well played clip of, of um. I think it's Bob Rock producing the Black Album and they're, they're trying to get the solo for um, for Unforgiven and I said, come on Kirk, you got to do the work. He's like, oh my guitar sounds really terrible and Bob Rock's going, in my experience as a producer whenever a guitarist hasn't done the work he goes, my guitar sounds awful and it's absolutely true Like, but yeah. they, he pushes him and pushes him and they, you see footage of him playing these god-awful fucking solos over the middle and Lars is in the background just writhing in agony which is... Pretty funny for a guy who barely can keep a four beat. But but in the end, Bob pushes him and pushes him and challenges him and he's like throwing stuff in face, and eventually he comes back and he's just like, well, don't worry about everything else. Just fucking play it. And he sits down and plays the fucking Unforgiven soul which is a great solo. Like it's it's yeah, like you know you know it straight away. Like, and it's like Yeah, so that, that, to my way of thinking, the solos, a couple of the solos on this album are Kirk just going. Fucking, I'm yeah. going to put a thousand notes in here. But look, it does suit the feel of the album. I mean, and this is what I, why I said when I listened to it and I came back and I said, I have takes on this album because I was surprised at how not shit this album is. This album is genuinely,
0: in a way that the last album wasn't. Oh, the last two albums. This album is genuinely good. It is worth your fucking time.
1: And look there are going to be bits.
0: Hatfield. Yeah. Hatfield sounds good. Yes. His vocal, he does sounds like it's 1990. He does not sound like like it's been 30 fucking five... It's been 40, 35 40 years, years since And Justice For All. Mm-hmm. He sounds like he could redo those fucking vocals tomorrow. Well, he is.
1: And that's the thing, because they are yeah. pretty much now, like ACDC became, they are a live band now, and they are a fucking good live band. Like, they yeah. are really... But
0: ACDC couldn't sound like they did in 1988.
1: Yeah, that's right. Um, and, I mean, you know, James has had his troubles, and, you know, he's supposed to come yeah. to fucking Australia. The Metallica and Slipknot would have been fairly good. But anyway, thanks, thanks, James.
0: Slipknot, Slipknot are a bit, you know. They have good <laughs>
1: moments and they have ugh, kind of moments. But anyway, but their good moments are very good. But yeah, but like the last time I was, they were out here, I saw them once, and I remember, and they played like five shows in every city. I remember thinking, why the fuck would you want to go and see them more than once? And I walked out of the show going, holy shit, I wish I had a ticket for tomorrow night. And that's what they're doing in the states now. They're actually having a no, they're no repeat weekends. They played two shows in a row. M. Yeah, <laughs> very much. <laughs> They play two <laughs> shows in a row where they don't play the same song twice yeah. because they can. And and I remember looking at are they
0: s- doing like five nights in a row like that or something? Yeah, or oh, yeah even I think- another
1: band. Yeah. No, no, they'll do like a big run of shows. where they will do. I think they're doing every yeah. weekend, so they'll do. So they. I
0: wouldn't want that because if I turn up, I want to see into Sandman, and well, I don't want to take a one in five chance of seeing
1: it. Well, and here's the thing: like, and this has always been the, the thing is what they used to do is that they had five songs that they would play yeah. every night. And then they would just – and then the other – and they would play 22, 23 songs a night, again, because they can. And yeah. you, so, you would get a random – so, the, the one I wanted to hear, Creeping Death, and it was, like, song three. I'm like, fuck, yeah, this night's going to be awesome. Um, dun, 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 but they always dun, used dun, to play – um they would always, obviously, play Ante-Sandman. They would play Nothing yeah. Else Matters, Sad But True, yeah. uh Master of Puppets, and they always finish uh, with Seek and Destroy, which is off Kill Em yeah. All. They, they, which is
0: odd because I, I remember seeing them on a on a live video where they only played that as part of a medley yeah, of, of early 80s
1: it, shit. It tends to become now, it's, it's pretty much their standard finishing song. Whereas on this tour now, yeah, I looked at their set list and I went, oh, where's Seek and Destroy? Where's where's Master of Puppets? And I thought, oh, it's last night's fucking... Which is absolute fucking genius from, the, from them because now they're getting two tickets out of everybody instead of one. Because like you said... If I go and see Metallica concert, I want to hear fucking Inner Sandman. I want to hear yeah. Master Puppets. And they're going to split those songs up over two nights. Absolutely.
0: Essentially, they're, they're playing you a, a five-hour show yeah. for the, the price of two tickets, which is
1: Fine by extremely
0: me. Metallica. Areas. Fine
1: by me. Like, literally, I would have no regrets. Very rest. much
0: the opposite of your fake names with the 28-minute LP.
1: Yes, that's right. But, you know. peace to their own. We, we we went and saw a Friends of concert. You Wrong know, concert where they played the 22-minute album in about 19 minutes, 30 Yes. And it was great. Like, <laughs> yes. I never, I didn't walk away from that feeling like I'd been cheated in any way, shape, well, we or form. Well, we barely
0: walked away from it at all because we were so drunk, but <laughs> there, there was also
1: <laughs> other issues at work. We also,
0: were also rolling on the floor at various points because they were funny cunts. They were very, I mean, yeah, they, that's they were,
1: right. It was a good It's so, like,
0: you know, we're friends, we're, we're a bunch of cunts from Utah. And here's our and fucking song. It.
1: Bang, yeah. Yes. But I feel like, and, and, and there's even a clip of, Um, one of the, the music sites I follow, a mob called Drumio, who's like a drum instruction, you know, subscription site. They have this ridiculously good drummer. I assume
0: Lars is a subscriber. Well, he
1: would be, because, and this is the funny thing. He needs to be. He needs to be. Like, I often wonder that close, sliding door moment, if at some reason, some point they got rid of Lars, maybe after Black, would they have been an even better band? Because I feel like he is part of the problem. He's been part of the problem ongoing, but maybe he's part of the angst. that. I think his them-
0: personality is. I don't think he's yeah. drumming is. Oh, his
1: drumming like, fucking awful. That's the problem. It's right?
0: a bit It's a bit like Phil Rudd with ACDC. He's not a great dude, yeah. and his drumming is basic as fuck, but, you know, the ba- d- the drumming kind of works for the sound that they've got.
1: Uh, well, I still don't reckon the drumming kind of works for Metallica. Like, you see them live, and you can see them compensating for where they know he's going to... Fuck it up, or when he, you know, he counts one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. Like they know what he's going to fuck up and they compensate for him, which I kind of feel. But they had this guy and they basically said, Oh, you know, we're going to play the new, you know, the, the single from Metallic. And this guy's like a jazz funk fusion, anything he fucking wants to do drummer. He's a master. And he listens to it twice and writes down a lead shit. He's like, Yeah fuck this is great and then just plays the shit out of it on you know after two listens and then even at the end there's a nice little sort blick of at the end and he does it way better than lars does and the whole comment section of like he's like and these last words in the video are like did i get did i pass the audition and everybody's like fuck yeah Australian dude, <laughs> you're way better than lars like you made this shit sound interesting but like you said it's you know, lars creates this stuff it's their sound, you know. Like it's, it, it does add to the you know, every every upbeat's got a crash on it, and every thing's got you know. It, it's what they sound like now. Um
0: And also, he formed the band.
1: Yeah, it's kind you of know,
0: you, you're not you're kind of your grandfather did it at this stage. Yeah, he,
1: you know, they are never going to get rid of him now. Not not, not forty no. years in, they're going to You know what?
0: Actually, last. I thought you were a cunt yeah, in no, Actually, you can... <laughs> look, some kind of monster was the top at which they could have fucked him off, but, you know, they they chose not to. Yeah. And by they, I basically... It's basically Heffield and, and Ulrich who are the... Yeah. ...the Ridge. So it's... Well, yeah. I mean, Kurt's so,
1: sort of been there. I've been past the Dave Mustaine He's areas. been there
0: for long enough. Yeah.
1: Uh, mind you, Robert Trujillo is a, uh, just a... Oh, he he is my... And it's sacrilegious to he say... He has
0: been there long... The thing is, you think, oh, he's the new bass player, and you think, no, he's been there for more than 20 years now. He's a bit like... Brian Johnson is the new lead singer of ACDC. He's like, no, he's been there for 45 years now. That's right, yeah. (laughs) Um, he was there like he's been there three times longer than the original than but, uh, Bob Scott but here's the sacrilege
1: thing for fan: I think he's a better bass player than Cliff he's a way better bass player there's all this romanticism about because Cliff died I mean Cliff, Cliff
0: wasn't around long enough how the fuck do we know what kind of none of us saw Cliff
1: play well you just you just see the live footage of them And, like, and I always was,
0: feel bad for Newstead but you know I know, I know he yeah, wasn't oh, blameless you know, in, no in that's right he, he brought a lot there, that but, that.
1: But, yeah and, then, and justice for Jason and all that sort of stuff yeah. Um, but but when you hear them play it live now. You can hear Robert Trujillo's bass parts layering through, loud and clear, because he is just. I mean, yeah, he's,
0: mu- he's much more of a almost a slap bass player. You know, he really well, he's
1: a very very strong fingers. So he's got this very. They put him. They way. put him
0: much for. But it's almost like they have found their own like Geezer Butler from Black Sabbath, yeah. where the bass was so much more. I mean, they it kind of had to be because Sabbath only had one guitarist. Mm. But Geezer Butler was almost like a rhythm guitarist. With the way that they, they use the bait in, in um- But it
1: matches his personality as well. Like he's a real yeah. presence on stage. He wanders around, he stalks around stage like he's he's yeah. this, you know, looming presence from the bottom end, you know, and it's just I just really enjoy watching There's nothing worse than
0: having a looming presence from the bottom end. That's I true. had that the other day when I ate too much too much garlic and <laughs> the pasta in it. But, look, I... I had to go and have some quiet time. I, I'm, I'm actually... <laughs> it's a very
1: loud time. I'm actually pleased. Like and When I heard you say that, you sort of thought, oh, this revival. I thought, oh, I think you're going to like this, actually. And, yeah, there are... Look, as I said, there are shit songs oh, on this. Oh, no, their-
0: seriously. My first note, as soon as, as soon as the first track cracked open, I just suddenly... And this grin across my face, and I'm like, "Holy shit! They've they've done it's it's Kill 'em All 1982 yeah. all over again. This is exactly my kind of yeah, shit." And because more, I-
1: please. Like if they're going to release another four albums, and they know they will, um, let's let's not have it yeah. seep off into Red Hot Chili Peppers areas. Like I think the last two albums did. Like the last two ones they did were very well.
0: That that album that we that you and I listened to that went for th- two and a half hours. It was essentially like 3 CDs long. Yeah. It was just so self-indulgent. And there was probably some good stuff in there, but I can't fucking remember it because no, it was well,
1: hard, No, Hard No, Hardwired to Self-Destruct was pretty yeah. bad. Like it was not a good album at at all. And I mean, it was
0: just so self-indulgent and it was like can nobody tell you no? This was the most extreme example of that that kind of muse idea whereby you have become you've got to a level of, of su- success where nobody will tell you no. As like somebody should have said, do not release this. This is a massive bag of wank. Cut this down to fifty minutes and release it as a CD, because this is not appropriate. Yeah. But they did it and the fanboys laughed it up and everyone else just went, I hope you never play any of this stuff like
1: no, that. And like in some kind of monster was disappointing. <laughs> But Death Magnetic was okay, but, yeah. the.
0: But that's that's more than 10 years ago. Now.
1: Yeah, I know. That's a, I remember playing Guitar Hero to, to Death Magnetic because that was 2008, yeah. so it was 15 years ago.
0: And, yeah, uh, that's, that's like Black Ice from ACDC. It's like, oh, that's their latest album. I was like, no, that, that's that's a very long time yeah. ago now.
1: And Some Kind of Monster was, you know, only 20 years ago. St. Anger was 20 yeah, years yeah. ago. Um, and I can still hear fucking frantics, you know. Fr- Frantic's not a bad song, actually. They play that live. That's the only song they play off. Some anger usually um, is is frantic because it's pretty much the only one that doesn't suck ass. But yeah, no, very good. Um, disappointingly, I didn't get a chance to listen to uh, Def Leppard and the Symphony Orchestra.
0: Oh, what a shame! Yeah, I also managed to neglect to do that. Pity, Bezo. Sorry, mate. We couldn't oh, I, quite.
1: I will. I will listen to it at some stage just to go. Oh yeah, there. I old. absolutely
0: won't. Because any time a rock band plays with a symphony orchestra, it's basically just...
1: Metallica, uh, Metallica, we're looking straight at you.
0: (laughs) I know. It's a recipe for wank. It's just all you end up with is shittier versions of the original songs.
1: Yeah. Done in a
0: more expensive way.
1: Yeah. But no, good week, good week, uh, apart with one one really horrific... Like, like, like. <laughs> but
0: good for the hashtag content. Oh,
1: well, I, I mean, in hashtag, you know, Adam shitting on albums. I mean, that's not an uncommon kind of thing. But um, I just didn't. I just, I, I just don't know what to say about that album. Like, it's, it, 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 I can't, I can't imagine how that's like. That's a major label, major yeah. release album. That
0: that album is going to be somebody's favorite album of the year.
1: Yeah, like oh, it's got Guardian written all over it, doesn't it? Like it's it's seen- no,
0: I reckon they're going to be more into the the Fred again that that Bezo has picked for next week, which I have taken a sneak peek of, and the national album might not be the worst album we've listened to this week.
1: Holy shit, really?
0: And mind you, Bezo did say this could be the worst album that he we did. listened to this week. Or who knows? And I can tell you, no, it's bad. It's real bad. Um, having said that, you'll probably enjoy the um the the seventies metal throwback album. Ah, who? Danava, uh, who, who'd love a bit of fucking ludicrous solo, late 70s thrash kind of actions. Uh, so yeah, I reckon, I reckon you should bend an ear to that one. But, um, th- there's always one a week. It's, we never have a good, we never have no, a week the- where all three of them are great. Although we did actually had a few more recently.
1: Well, they ended up being your albums of the year. Last time you had a, a good three week album, I think. Didn't you have? Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! Apparently, the national recorded a version of "Nero Terrace" apart for the bushfire charity relief songs for Australia. I mean, there's a song. Were
0: they in favour of the bushfires or against them?
1: (laughs) Because I (laughs) to because
0: if they're looking to maximise Australia's suffering, I would have thought, let's go and piss on on a fucking Australian classic. That might be a good way to do it.
1: Yeah, can't say enough bad shit about this album. Like, in just, I don't understand. And I'm reading all this stuff about them. This is their ninth album. Ninth. Ninth? like So they've been doing this for like 20 years. They came out of Brooklyn, emerged from Brooklyn in the early 2000s amid a garage rock revival that include bands like The Strokes and The Walkman and in the UK, The Libertines. They distinguished themselves by- They Jordan don't Clarkson. sound
0: like any of those three bands. No, like any
1: maybe their voice is a little bit, but then you see names like no. Bonnevere bon and like all these sort of, oh, suffian Stevens and Arcade Fire and-
0: yeah, they're much more kind of insipid and self-in- self-involved. I, I, I don't get it, but I'm not. The I don't think I'm. Suppo- I don't think like I'm
1: it. supposed to get it either. But I, but I did actually. I meant to no, mention this. But
0: these guys were around in the era of bands that we were supposed to get.
1: Yeah, well, I, so also, I, I had these my, ba- Yeah, I had my daughter in the car, like a fourteen-year-old Taylor Swift-loving daughter. She, you know, loves the, loves the Swift. Uh, amongst other things, it's
0: upsetting that your daughter is 14 years old, and then I remember that my son is 16 years I old. I right. I keep, for- I keep forgetting.
1: I know, right? I yes, the, no, so I, I did give this the teenage, And, and you'll never test. leave
0: home because we're because bro- mothers they won't let them live go. Yeah, so. mothers
1: won't let them go. That's right. Um, no, no, I haven't got that. It's more. <laughs> than
0: we'd love to. <laughs> They've got no means of support in the current rental market. So oh yeah, that.
1: that's true. Yeah, no, that's right. I'm winning Powerball this week, so 30 million dollars. I'll, uh, I'll chuck you. I'll chuck the podcast a, uh, a sponsorship. <laughs> Imagine Visa saying this. This edition of the Balls Podcast is sponsored by Adam H Photo, and on behalf of you, yes. I'd just like to say, God, I love Maroon Five. That yes. that would be worth a million bucks for me just just for that. Yes. There at the, at the
0: also, sp- I'm bad at tipping basketball games. <laughs> Manly are really good. Yes, and, and um, No, no, no one can be forced to say that because no. Manly are self-evidently not really, <laughs> really pretty bad at the moment.
1: Um yeah, I know I asked her, I played her this, I played her the first couple of tracks, two tracks on this album. I said, Is this good? Like I said, is this, What's a, this for? A, 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 like the national? Like I said, I said, Is this good? Like yeah. I said, is this what you guys listen to? And she went, No. What's this? No. I went, I said, Taylor Swift's on this album. She's like, No. I played her the Taylor Swift song, she's like Oh, why? Is she-
0: <laughs> why is she slobbing it with these? Well,
1: like, why and why are they wasting it? Like it's that she just sings backups in the chorus.
0: I'm thinking that's the other thing is that they've got these big named female guest stars and they stick them up the back with 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 a mic set to like twenty percent. It's like they don't they haven't given them anything to do. Mm. If we have a guest star from somebody who's more important than you. Don't make yourself bigger than them in the fucking mix. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's um, it's not good. It's not good, but I think no. we've established that.
0: <laughs> it's steaming poop, but it's always fun to go back and dunk on it a, a second time. Yeah. Um, normally, this time of the podcast, uh, we talk about what albums we're going to do next week, but um, if you listened to last week's episode, you already know what albums we're going to do next week. Uh, Bezo and I are going to do, on his return from his World Cup coaching, which apparently is going quite well, uh, just quietly, Um, Biza and I are going to do um, the new album uh, from Olivia Jean called Raven Ghost, uh, Donovan's Nothing But Nothing and Fred again and Brian Ito's terrible collaboration, uh, Secret Life. If I'm tipping my hat towards what kind of review I'm going to give it next week, that's for a reason because I'm never going to listen to it again next week. So that's that's something to look forward to for people who aren't me.
1: Just uh, quietly, by the way, I did just Google this album. The first the site came up called Pop Matters, and uh, the thing and for a review on this up, uh, Indie Rockers the National use every tool in their toolbox from devastating lyrics to a Taylor Swift feature to create a cohesive and expressive ninth LP.
0: Where? <laughs> <laughs> it's not this one. Uh, it's not this one. Oh, I, just, I just yeah I just don't. Anyway, know. the Metallica album's good. Yeah, and and, you should listen and, to and that. that
1: fucking. Um,
0: Particularly if you're 18 years old and you feel like topping yourself because it's actually kind of, you know, it might actually speak to you. And
1: if you want to have some fun, go listen to the Fake Names one because it's just fun. It's good fun. Yeah. It's a Th- nice single Weirdly opera. enough,
0: that might, that might be the most fun. That's certainly the most fun album of the, of oh, the week. Oh, definitely. And, unless you're really late early 80s thrash, in which case. Which I do, so, the- yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: Lux Turner, baby. Yes. It's, it's, it's her uh, stuff. Yes. The
0: one take they got of Lars being able to hit those double kicks properly. Oh, they just, just recorded. They that. just recorded.
1: It's probably just a cut and <laughs> yes. paste from tape in nineteen eighty two yes. or something Bradford, like that. Actually, hit that. It's
0: it's the most Motorhead shit oh, I've uh, heard them do in an so, extremely long time since
1: they were doing Motorhead shit basically.
0: Well, that's the thing. Well, I suppose that's the other thing is that the other band, the other band of that era, other than Black Sabbath, who had a particularly drive bass-led kind of feel definitely money, yeah, because literally really. the lead singer was a bass player yeah. and playing it with a pick and gobbing on people that's you know Robert True here. Tre- Tre- um nice. his kind of sound is exactly that kind of sound anyway
1: well, i think we've talked i think we've talked for longer than both those albums went for so. i I,
0: we, I keep trying to wrap this podcast up and then i keep forgetting to do so this was tripping balls a music podcast i was Doc. He's Adam H. Photo. We'll be back next week with a bunch of different albums. Uh, until then, we'll talk to you later. Oh, yeah. Duff Man, thrusting in the direction of the problem. It's going very right. yeah, heck, but you do it way better than I do Yeah!
1: That's the one. Ooh, ah,
0: my balls!
1: Dripping <laughs> all over the front row. <laughs> God,
0: Adam, At his age, probably unintentionally. Yes, it's
1: Oh, dear. oh very good. No, yeah, yeah it's good. I really enjoyed that. I, I, I had to actually look. I don't get your playlist anymore. I don't know where it's gone to on my Spotify or whatever. Like, oh, we moved because oh. the last.
0: No, it's still there. Oh, I, I, it's linked. It, it's linked in the um in the show notes. Oh so okay. have i have again. to
1: find it again here yeah, because I think I went looking yeah. for it and the last album that was on there. I was like, oh, that is an old fucking album. Um, yeah,
0: because we switched it from being on Bezos' account to being on the Bulls' account because I, I, so I created uh, my account just for, yeah. just for the Bulls podcast the one I have is, because yeah, that makes it easier. The Bulls podcast yeah. music,
1: John Beasley. So the last album yeah. on that one was Jazz: A World of Service in 2022 or Idi- Idiocracy by the Pissed Idiots.
0: Yeah, that that sounds about right, but that's a very long song. Mm,
1: Batfangs, The Drippers... Style, that's
0: not, that, that's
1: 2021, 2018, uh, I think, no, or 2019. It 2021 day out here, but maybe that's
0: just a yeah, by. No, I think that's, that's wrong because with the last Drippers album we did,
1: Oh, know he's um, his Silk Sonic on it, so it must be 2021 because it's yeah, that Silk Sonic album.
0: No, that, that, that Silk Sonic album was years ago. Oh, look, 2021? I don't think so.
1: Even with Silk Sonic. 2021, yep. Two, yep, nine songs twenty twenty one. There you go. It all it yeah. all blends into one. The great the great potential and uh, the great potential and never Eventiated, that silk Sonic album. There's so much
0: Yeah would yeah, have been so good. Been too, much, too much Bruno Ma's not enough and some perk. And just too much that, fucking
1: it's, it's, weed. Like just way too much uh can you can wanna play a funk song? No, it's just fucking
0: No, let's so. just play some there was too much there was, there was just too much R and B too yeah. much kind of pointless as I say, too much Bruno Mars, not enough fucking Edison Perk. Well, not even, the,
1: uh, the, even Bruno Mars writes a good up, you know, although all his yeah. big stuff, you know, the Uptown Funks and all that sort of stuff weren't his. Um, that was fucking what was was Mark Pots, Ronson. Yeah. I saw a thing with Mark Ronson the other night. Fuck, he's written some songs. Like he Ron just, Markson. Rod, Ra- Mark Ronson, yes, <laughs> his name. Ron is. Markson. Yeah, he's written some songs. He wrote fucking Valerie for Amy Winehouse, for God's sake. I went, damn, never knew that. It's just like some, such a weird soundscape of various things, and watching sort of a thing and how he puts songs together. So, is
0: he a bit like a Max Martin kind of? Yeah, kind of just yeah. you know,
1: write songs for whoever the fuck he wants. He yeah. Writes
0: a shitload of songs for other people,
1: and just and and, and, and he's gotten around now to putting his own name on it, basically. But like he, yeah, he, it's Mark Ronson featuring as opposed to beforehand, he just write it and take the royalties. But now, yeah. I think he's he's come out the front a little bit. Um, but, yeah, because I thought the Uptown Funk was kind of his big out there thing. But, yeah, Valerie was way before that. And it was like, oh, shit, that was you. There you go. Good song. You forgot guy knows how really, pop song.
0: Not really a name that he'd use for a hottie. It's like Valerie. Deirdre or something.
1: Valerie. Why don't you come over Valerie? Esme. I do know.
0: Marjorie.
1: I don't know. Between him and Steve Winwood, is she? He, did, he did a Valerie as well. There's, there's two songs out there in the world with the name Valerie, so... I'm the same boy.
0: It just feels like CWAT rooms kind of.
1: Yes, it does. Vibe. Doris and Doreen. Yes.
0: Yeah, that's the kind of vibe. That's exactly the kind of vibe. Maureen and Doreen. It's very much that kind of areas. Barry Manilow's not writing love songs about Maureen.
1: <laughs> Maureen, no, there's a, it's been a few Michelles and a few, uh, even a Happy Birthday Helen, but uh,
0: not necessarily positive songs about Michelles. No. Well, well, my, my, well, well, Michelle. Or is that just is that just negative because it meant that the ball had gone down the fucking gutter on the Guns N' Roses pinball machine?
1: Yes, that's exactly what it was. I fucking hated that song for exactly like that reason.
0: <laughs> everyone everyone had a bad fucking association with it because of oh, oh fucking